welcome to another episode of Amasek and Archaeotech. My name is Mitch. And I'm Ched. Delicious. Just like your character. Also delicious. Thank you, baby. What we'll be talking uh, on this episode, sorry, that's taking me back a little, Warhammer Fest. Warhammer 20, Fest, mate. 2023. We went down there, which was great. We'll uh, go through a little bit of what we've hobbied, and then we'll also have a look at the heresy reveals. And by look, we'll be looking, but again, this is a, a non-visual medium, so... We'll be talking about it. be talking about the heresy reveals. So with that being said, let's get on to what we've hobbied. Just clear that out of the way right now. Yeah. Just get it out of the way, because Warhammer Fest is going to <laughs> suckle the air and energy out of us, I think. As it actually did in real life. Yeah, I'm still kind of tired from it. Yeah, we were both sort of uh, hungover, fest hungover, I think, festival, mm. and a bit of a festival low. Ched, please tell yes, me, mate. what did what you get out on your, on your hobby adventures post Warhammer Fest? Or maybe even on the way to Warhammer Fest? My hobby has been building a Venator. Well, I've just got to magnetise one more sponsoon, or sponson. Sponson? Is, sponson? That the, is that the singular or sponson? Well, I don't know. You know what this hobby's like. You can pronounce anything any I sort mean, of way. Well, you hear some wild pronunciations. Um, actually, I think you'll find there is a, a specific list of ways to pronounce <laughs> things. Abaddon, Abaddon. They cleared that up for us. So, oh, I, well, oh, they cleared them. up a few. Well, that's true. I'll be I'll be in the cold, cold ground before I ever recognise our BTs. I'm going to uh, not comment on that. Okay. Uh, on that one, because I can't even pronounce what the album would be. Arbites, yeah. yeah. I always thought yeah. it were Arbites, but there you go. Yeah, sounds could also sounds like it's a lunch pack. Anyway, um, so you've done the Sakaran? Yes, the Sakaran Venator. That's what I've been building. Nearly finished. Now it's not really meant to have a bloke sticking at the top, right? But I had to go and stuck one in anyway. Why is it not meant to? The way that the the hatch opens is actually at an angle. I've done it. I've got it off the uh, the upgrade sprue for the tank general stuff. Yep. And then I've cut bits off so that I can get one that's open properly to sit there. But it's not really designed for those ones. Oh, okay. Because I, I have not had any dealing with any kind of Sakaran chassis. So Right, yeah. Oh, you've I not built know. your Spartan yet, have you? No. Okay. And you won't have a geezer sticking out the top of that, will you? Your um, No. Your hobby project. No, no, So... No. Yeah, you'll probably see when you get around to your spot. <laughs> that may be. <laughs> if, um, yeah. if, 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 listeners, if. If, big if. Um, but yeah, so I've basically done some kit bashing and I've added two of the little dozer blades nice. from that same upgrade sprue, mm. which are that sort of Predator Rhino chassis size yep. over the front of each of the tank tracks nice. on either side, which is... Uh, yeah, a little bit different. I used a bit of sprue as some rebar to uh, to get it in place. And yeah, I'm pretty pleased with how it's looking. So you've gone full Khan killer with that? Yeah. Cool. Gives uh, it a bit of character. Yeah, sure. Sure does. It d- does look cool. Um, so it looks mean. Yes, um, I will post a little whip on my Insta. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. But that's been me, mate. Just building plastic. What about you? I've been trying to put together the Scorpius. Um for a little festival we uh festival festival but competition we're going to in a few months time and giving away his list uh yeah yeah exactly um and yeah it's been quite good fun it's my first sort of was it dim demios pan rhino yeah demos demos pan so it's the first sort of new build it's my first 
tank in since coming back to the hobby actually wow full stop oh yeah you just skipped tanks and went on to knights oh yeah exactly yeah just uh yeah straight on didn't even could be bothered make tracks what is mm. um so yeah it's, it's been quite good to put together i mm. followed a little bit of the cult of paints assembly guy that they're doing for this their new cities of battle battle force i think they're putting together oh, okay. and they use a demios or demos pattern Oh, in there as well um, specifically like the chopping off the the plate the uh, the back part there's two sort of lugs that it looks like they're meant to go in but they just do not fit oh. and it looks like you'll bend it basically and you'll break it um, which is what I was starting to do to begin with when I first had a look at this kit like a few weeks ago but after watching a little bit of that it's uh, put me on the straight and narrow and um, yeah it seems to be going okay I've been also using a bit of sprue glue oh I can see it yeah to try and create some seals and then I'll sand them down eventually. Excellent. Shall we move on to our next topic? Yes, we shall. Warhammer Fest 2023. The Amasek and Archaeotech Rundown. Our experience. Yeah. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, considerably depending on vehicle type and the, and the premium fuel you put in it. Um, <laughs> she needs premium, dude. And by the end of it, I was... Uh, yeah, I should have put in some better fuel for me, I reckon. But Friday, we did the, the standard trip up there. We live quite far away from Manchester. Yeah, we're uh, North Hampshire. So we travelled up from North Hampshire all the way to Manchester on a Friday afternoon. We also had a good old chat about an alternate version of the heresy, which may pop up as a as another episode. But we got quite into that, didn't we? We did. I was... That kept us going. It made the time go a lot quicker. So um, we yeah. might bring that to you in a future episode. Yeah, you were driving and I was essentially throwing theoreticals at you to keep you distracted. And yeah, got there, had a look around. First time I'd been to Manchester. And then we played some uh, Hotel Hammer in the evening. Yeah, we got, uh, we got blasted on a few beers. We bought a box as well. So we had that to keep us going in the hotel room. And we set up and played a little ZM Decurion. Yeah, with scenery and everything. Brought it all. Brought way more scenery than we needed. The table in the hotel room was tiny, but it just about supported a, a little kill team-sized yeah. board. And we had the uh, boarding action terrain on that. Now, we did record this, our drunk game, and the mics were very hot at the start, so... It may or may not be usable, but this is potentially something we will release again. Just throwing stuff out there, see what sticks. Yeah. And we only had one mic as well, because one of them just wouldn't... Yeah, that was it. Yeah, the, the cable died on the other mic. So I don't know how much we're uh, swearing at each other or... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, we weren't trying to keep this as clear yeah, as possible. Yeah, I've got to so. go through it and edit, but we'll see. We realised near the end that we hadn't actually chosen any objectives. We were just killing each other. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was absolutely the perfect example of what uh, Hotel Hammer is really. It's just uh, yeah. no holes barred, uh, or you try and create a plan, and then obviously it falls into chaos no. purely through drinks. Uh, to get the best sound between the both of us with one microphone, it was in the centre of the board, so it was scenery. Yeah, which you know we had to play around the microphone. It, you know, God knows how many times we bumped into oh, it. Then <laughs> yeah, that's that's also true. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. You may you may get a chance to listen to it. You may not. Mm. We also got an email, and if you had a one-day pass, you could only get in at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. So we decided to not get up early and try and queue and get in there for 10 o'clock. We had a very leisurely, we did. chilled start. 
we did on the Saturday. We had a leisurely start. We had a, what was it? What did you get? That almond croissant thing. Got a nice, a nice almond pastry for myself and Chad. And then we stopped off and had a nice coffee. And then we headed towards the the convention centre itself. By the time we got to the convention centre, though, it was no queuing whatsoever. No, we waltzed in. It was nice. Straight in. It was really cool to see sort of the like the theme park. Yeah, the entrance way was really nice, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like loads of sort of themed stuff and uh, props and that. It was really yeah. nice to see. And then we walked straight into a queue. Yes. Walked into a queue and thought, oh God, we, we've, we've got past the outside queue, but it's actually inside now. It was just sort of snaking around the front of that entranceway, wasn't it? So yeah. trying to figure out, should we be in this queue? Are we in people's way? What's going on? What's the queue for? Yeah, exactly that. And then someone very helpfully told us the queue was for the shop. And then we looked around and immediately we were kind of right by the Golden Demon cabinets. And then we're looking at the the signage that was hanging down from the ceiling. And the sign for the shop was about halfway down the hall. And we'd just come in and the queue had come all the way back down to the entrance. Yeah. And we were like, oh, OK, that's that's quite a lot. Yeah, we were a bit, um, OK, let's get the hell out of here. Why people were buying so much stuff at a convention did boggle my mind a bit. I mean, yeah, people had... I mean, like, trays and, yeah. like, and, and anything from like Titans through to... All sorts, because you could buy Forge Rod there. You yeah. had the, the uh, Warhammer World exclusive stock was there. So you yeah. could buy that sort of stuff. The commemorative mid mini was there, yeah. which is understandable that people would buy that. Did you get one? Yeah, I got one in the end. We did eventually go to the shop, but uh, later on, on the, uh, in the afternoon. And yes. I, I just got the commemorative... When it was quieter, because we were... Yeah. Sly like foxes. Exactly. But there was less stock. Yeah, there was less stock. We didn't want to buy a lot though. No. Um, so I just picked up the commemorative commissar and there was a militia list. So, you know, in my far flung foresight, maybe do a militia list. I mean, it's a dream. You, but it's you not... can't be, you can't help but be tempted by those rules because there's a lot of scope to do something quite unique. So that's quite fun. Yeah. Um, but between us, mate, I don't think we'll ever, you know, it'd be a nightmare to get there. Yeah. It's one of those. We'll things... have to just do one together. It would just be a mishmash. Yeah, I think so. It'd be like because you need so many models by the sounds of things. Insane, insane models. But uh, what did you buy from the shop? I bought the Salamander heads, another set because there are only ten, and that was it. Yeah, I just bought them. The Mark Six. Yeah, the Mark Six heads. Yeah. Are there any other? Mark? Oh, there are Mark Three ones to be honest, but I didn't think about getting those. Don't even know if they were there because I, I couldn't get any Mark no, Six. I mean, I didn't see them. I saw Pyroclasts, and that was it. I didn't see any Fire Drakes. Someone on Instagram I saw claimed that they got the full Contemptor body that's now completely discontinued. Oh. That was just lying around in there and they managed to get one, which is insane. Very lucky. Yeah, very lucky indeed. But uh, there you go, that's early bird catching the worm. Very much so, very much so. But no, we, we wanted to be the slow birds. We could not be no. bothered with the 45 No, with the queuing. It looked yeah. horrendous. So we, uh, we waltzed on and... I had a bit of a episode with coffee, so just as a background, I'm not really a coffee drinker. It's only in the last year I've started to drink it. It does kind of work waking you up. So I begrudgingly had some and accidentally started to like it. And in the morning we thought, ah, oh, pastry and a coffee, is it? All right, give it a go. What did I have? Some sort of oat milk latte thing. Yeah, some kind of chai latte. Fancy, yeah. I don't know, it looked fancy. 
looked nice, tasted all right. Then all of a sudden I was overcome by this caffeine rush that I didn't quite know how to deal with. I thought I was on drugs. I was in the middle of a convention centre with thousands of people. A bit overwhelmed by the whole experience. It was, it was, I can only imagine it being like um, going into hyperspace in 2001, a space odyssey, that sort of moment for, for poor old Ched. I was trying to get the old... Um, Wired. The, uh, the agenda up for the day. And wandering around, and yeah. It seemed to me like you were making a real big deal of this agenda, which was, you probably weren't, but you were adamant you were going to find this, and you were digging through your phone to try and find it, and I'm just dealing with all the people, the noise, the lights, the (laughs) colours. The leprechaun that was talking to me. No, no it, it was uh, yeah, it was very funny. Um, so we didn't have, we just basically wandered around to a quiet space for, yes. for a minute or two, so you could recoup. Which there were there were two big areas that were quite empty, which is interesting considering certain a certain activity that was very very busy, and they could have made more of. What was that one? That was the play tenth edition forty k. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, well yeah, that's true. But we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that. We've already skipped ahead once. So yeah, we, we had a look around just to just to see. We tried to get into the Golden Demon as soon as we got there, more or less because we had found ourselves to be in there. But that was quite busy. Yeah. So we thought we'd give it a breather. And we ended up just going for a walk around the hall. We just thought, let's take in the sights. Let's yeah. have a look at what it was about. So we saw the like the, the computer game kind of section with the bolt gun bolt that was gun. quite busy. And then there were lots of computers set up to play all the other games, really. Yeah, a lot of... Gladius, I want Gladius, to say. Battle Sector. Yeah. I think I saw someone playing the Mechanicus game. What's it called? Don't think that's there. I don't think it was there. I thought I, I, saw, it. I, thought I saw it, mate. That's all I saw. Okay, you, you might have... I don't know, mate. I was buzzing off my you... tits on coffee. <laughs> um, also, that's the game with the best Warhammer soundtrack. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, end off. Hands down. End off. Uh, yeah, there is. I mean, there are some good. There are pretty good soundtracks. Uh, you may or may not enjoy the games. You know, again, your mileage your mileage may vary. I've definitely listened to the soundtrack more than I've played that game. Yeah, I, well, yeah, pretty much all of them. I think all of those games. But yeah, it was it was good to see. We we came on walking around. Um, we then moved on to sort of the Horus Heresy tables where the tournaments were happening. It took us a little while to figure out that there is a flag for each one of them that actually tells you where they are. We saw a lot of Alpha Legion. Yeah, you're kind of like tuned into it. Tuned right? into it, yeah, exactly, right. Um, All painted quite differently. Yeah, interestingly so, actually, uh, which is great to see sort of some variety and... Uh, Not all like the metallic style sometimes. So it's good to see that even if you played them more than once, like over the space of a tournament, each army you're going to play is still going to at least look quite different and yeah. I imagine play quite different comp- depending on the units. Yeah. Um, I saw one Mechanicum at least. I saw two Salamander players. And and even talking about the colours, one of them was sort of much more the old sort of olive drab, which was cool. Yeah. Um, saw some Ultramarines. I bumped into one of the guys from Age of Empire podcast. He was uh, taking, I can only assume, the Armoured Spearhead. Yeah, he had the Fell Hammer, right? Fell Hammer, yeah. And, um, fell Blade? For Fell Blade, yeah. Fell Blade. Um, What's saw... Fell Hammer? I don't Have know. Have I just made that up? I think so. I may okay. be mistaken. It sounds like it's something there. I mean, it's got hammer in the name, so you never know in this I'm universe. Not, I'm going to call my Venator that. The, the fail hammer. Yeah. Um, and we saw, yeah, we saw the Super Heavy explode. Yes. Didn't uh, Was it a Leviathan came and bopped it up the bum? Yeah, basically. 
um, it was it was quite cool to see it sort of go pop. And, and you could order beers to the table, which I was very impressed by. Yeah, that was a, that that's was a, worth signing up to a tournament in LA. I mean, yeah, it saves you uh, saves you having to leave. The, yeah. And also considering out the some of the queues for the food oh, wasn't crazy. Yeah, it was. So yeah, you basically get a convention a VIP service mm. with your with your beers. It's a very cool. So you say you saw Cabanda, didn't you? I saw Cabanda, and I think they were fighting Blood Angels at the time as well. So it was all quite thematic over on that table. Very cool. Very Imperial cool. Fist, a couple of them, some Death Guard. I saw some cool Night Lords. I I spoke to him later in the day as well. I said I would. I've always kind of wanted to paint one, but I'm put off by all the lightning. And he said, "Ah, you don't have to do that." Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I mean, yeah, it's quite a lot of. Uh, well, you do flames anyway, so actually, why are you saying you? True, I do paint some flames. I do like painting flames. I guess it's just the lightning because you want it to look like the almost OSL like the nice glow to it where it's the lighter blue and then into the white. Right, okay, fair enough. It, it feels like it would be more a bit more finickety for me, but then Also it's just thin lines, isn't it? So yeah. if you like jog yourself or anything, yeah. Yeah, fine. it's trying to get the lines to look like lightning instead of just lines or something else, you know. Yeah. I mean? No, no, that's fair. Uh, no, I get it. Uh, yeah, I haven't really tried any sort of freehand yet. That's sort of uh, a bit terrifying. But um, eventually I'll get there for something, I'm sure. And yeah, so that was it was nice to see the tables. Nice to see some, some dice being rolled mm. and some uh, some games being played. Then we went and grabbed some lunch and then came back. And we played a character creator, or at least got a little demo of a sort of character creation, a little bit of combat of... Warhammer Fantasy Roleplaying. Yes. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the lead developers from Crucible 7 gave us a little uh, a little sort of intro into it. And you're not really into... Dan? Dave? Dave. Dave? Dan? Oh. Let's just say Dave. Bless him. Dave from Belfast. There you go. Cubicle 7. Yeah, lovely bloke. Really helpful. Explained to us the character creation of Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, I wouldn't say Warhammer Fantasy's my bag really I've always been more of a sci-fi person unless mm-hmm. it's Lord of the Rings that's my exception to the rule yep you know a bit more about it yeah I've I've mainly got in through um, through the Total War games to be honest and I'm right, a, yeah. a massive Total War fan um, from before Warhammer came along so once Warhammer sort of got in and always sort of been around obviously in White Dwarfs and things so you always have a sort of a, a passing interest yeah I always knew about it um, I've always liked the Sigma models yeah, you know that those models are quite good across any race. Really, they're always always good models. Quite finickety and like the what was it the Ideneth Deepkin? They're one with the they're jumping up and the waves is either their cloak or they're like coming out of the water. There's you know yeah some fantastic models in that range. Yeah, so that's sort of the more the fantasy side of things, and then obviously which is all Age of Sigma based, and then the fantasy um, this this sort of role playing stuff. Uh, which you know we got a uh, jump ahead of, we got a preview for the old world so it's all kind of all ties together there but it's it's got some cool characters and some sort of uh, yeah great grim dark with it and I've been reading the end times and mainly because of my favorite faction to play actually on the on the uh, the games has always been uh, Sylvania so the vampires yeah so it was, it was good to see that sort of coming together as a role playing game because we've only ever done. Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. So it was good just to see how a different, uh, what kind of mechanics are involved in a different 
I thought the the D one hundred system was a little bit clunky, but once you got used to it, it was fine, sort of thing. It was just a new kind of way of doing it to learn. But as you create your character, you roll for everything, even your the way you look, like your height, yeah. your eye color, stuff like that. But maybe you don't have to. But that was an option that we did. And that was, yeah, rolling. It was, was it D100 or D2D10s? Yeah, that was D2D10s. There yes. was a bit where we had to add numbers together on D10s, and I just got a bit confused. Yeah, but no, I got it, it was, in the end. Yeah, it was two D10s, but it was a bit sort of like, for some for some reason, you're. Having... You add them together, then add 10 or add 20? Yeah, there was a lot of that. And then it was also sort of, um, you know, uh, you roll these two dice, but you only use one of the characters, not two of them. So it's like you use the, mm. the below 10. Uh, you know, you roll. If you roll twelve, you take the one and yeah. not the not the. Which not was the slightly confusing, but we had we had him to guide us through, which was good. Um, yeah, it was quite funny. I was a a merchant. Yep. Burger. A burger, yeah. Yeah. Don't know what that is in Warhammer World. What is it? Um, I think a burger is just sort of someone who. I think it's just German for like merchant sort of or higher level right. sort of. That's all, and you were yeah. higher up on the class train than I was. Yeah, I rolled quite well for my starting silver pieces, which was good. I could eat for quite a long time. Yeah, and I was a, a bailiff, so I was in the peasant class, but not really in the peasant class, just a little bit below you. But even that being a little bit below you, then I got very little in the old gold. And I could punch hard, but couldn't take anything, whereas you were a very stout merchant. Oh, yeah. I wasn't very accurate. But I could. I was a bit of a tank in that I just had higher HPs, and I. Yeah, yeah. And we fought a goblin. We fought a little goblin. That was quite fun. Yeah. So he jumped out and had a little surprise round. But you had the thing where you couldn't be surprised, so you didn't have any disadvantages and got to fight first. While I just sort of watched on, and then we, uh, yeah, well, I joined in, and yeah, I wasn't too great at hitting, but I took a few hits and kept going. Luckily. Yeah. And then instead of outright killing him, I think you just pulled his arm out of his socket or something grim like that. Pretty much, yeah. We had to roll where all the damage you did, so you kind of like... You can yeah. be more specific. Yeah, you 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 batter down someone's hit points and then you end up having to like, okay, so now you've reached a point where you can now do them the damage. What was that damage? And even then you got to roll for it. So yeah, ended up uh, completely almost pulling his arm off. And then um, I think we... We let him. Well, we let him go. We'll give him the coup de gras. I can't mm. remember. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. It was cool. Yeah, it was interesting, different, unusual. Yeah, um, there's a 40k version of it as well, which we maledictum. Well, oh, there's two. There's that, and there's wrath and glory. Is it called? Yeah. Uh, we've always talked about doing something like that, but we don't know anyone else close by that would uh, <laughs> get involved. So no, exactly. Well, maybe you know, um, maybe we could do a. Uh, an, an online one perhaps with um, some listeners eventually when we get some get up and going <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah more than one there's a discord project on the horizon right there right there lovely stuff we went again to the golden demon area didn't we to have a look around yes there. I think that's when we went and had our best look at everything which was just mind blowing everything was so good really such a high level of painting and you you heard accents from you know all around Europe as well so people had travelled quite far just to be there and it was really quite a privilege to see a lot of stuff and now the the winners have come out and there's so many things I saw 
that I thought could have placed and didn't, but the competition was so... I don't begrudge the judges no. for that at all because so many insane paint jobs. I oh, yeah. saw... One of my favourite things that I saw that didn't didn't place... It must have got a commended pin, though, and I really hope they did, but it was a... It was that Chaos Terminator that came with the Warhammer Plus. And he was coming through a door. And it was more like he's in the doorway and there's more like floor space in front of him. But he's backlit and it's just this really long shadow. And as I got closer to it, I realised there's no light there. There's the red light behind him coming through is not there. That's all painted. And his sh- shadow is all painted. And just the way that was... It just looks so good. Like the shadow looks, it just looks so real. I was convinced it was a light until I got close enough to realise it wasn't. Yeah. And I thought that was really brilliant. I'd love to find out who did that. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've seen a picture of it since on Instagram. And the, the, the interesting thing with it is in, in person, that effect is so much more subtle and more um, a trick to, for the eyes than what the camera shows you as it being yeah like you said cannot uh, even well consider having to judge that like it would have been absolutely crazy we did also see um, some Paul Davies entries he had an amazing Battlefleet Gothic ship oh yes I think it was a Space Marine Grand Cruiser yeah or even a light cruiser but it is ginormous Mm. Um, he has created them and cast them all himself and yeah this thing is like this it's two foot I'd say Mm. two foot wide really really great work and really great paint job on it Um, we also saw his uh, diorama which is of the Blood Angels at the top yes the Terminators and the Gene Steelers yes that was really good that was really cool to see again in real life and see the detail that was in that yes I think diorama is my favourite category oh yeah just what people come up with is so good i saw a lot of especially things from the heresy that were really cool there was someone did the cover of the first wall yes it's where sanguinius is standing over the trenches and someone did a diorama of that which was cool you saw is it anthony paul smith anthony paul smith yeah his exarch versus a chaos warrior duel on gruel bowl yeah, I saw, I follow him, so I saw his posts on the lead up to it and then got to see that in person, which is crazy because I really like his style. And yeah, that was really cool to see that. And it got bronze, I believe, or silver? Bronze. Bronze. And I also saw James Tarot's Reaver, uh, which was really cool. Yeah, just really cool, cool to see someone who, as Chad said, that you follow actually see their stuff in real life. Yeah, it, it does take it to a next level. It really does. You know, there's all a lot of talk about how Instagram and our hobby is very much a, it's all about the picture of the thing and not the thing so much because that golden angle. But then to see that in 3D yeah. there and get all the angles is, yeah, it's so impressive. Yeah, it certainly is sort of the, yeah, the, ne- the next step. I think and and it does really reaffirm that um, some people do turn it into an art form. Oh, 100% it's art. There's the, I don't there's no argument against it surely. Like it's the techniques that are, have been employed to get what people are achieving is just yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. 
phenomenal stuff. So that was, that was really great to see. Um, probably it's the second Golden Demon we've ever been to because the first one we went to Brighton, God knows how many years ago. That was in Brighton? No, Not Brighton, Birmingham. Birmingham. My bad, all the bees. NIA, I thought it was NIA that. in Birmingham. Yeah. And that was. It's a good thing one of us remembers. Which is ironic. Because uh, I'm the one with the worst memory, yes. Oh, what year was that? All I can tell you is the Games Day figure was a black orc. Ooh, okay. So, That's what we've got to go on. If anyone knows what it is, what gear that is, then please comment in uh, an Instagram post. And then we bumped into, well, I say bumped into, we uh, went and said hello to Greg Dan from The Imperial Truth. We, we sure did. Um, lovely fella. Yeah, very much so. Uh, very nice of him to give us as much time as he did. Had a lot to chat about. Really good to catch up with him and he gave us a few uh, pointers in terms of sort of podcasting friendly advice friendly advice which is really nice to hear yeah so that was that was a big sort of hobby hobby goal ticked off I think for for, for us yeah. just uh, again to actually meet some creators which is really nice and then I bumped into Howard in a bathroom in a restaurant yes uh, who is the other host of Imperial Truth um, because we couldn't see him anywhere when we were walking around Howard if you ever do listen to this apologies for just sh- shouting your name whilst you're trying to wash your hands <laughs> Midstream, but, yeah. But um, again, really lovely, lovely person. Um, both great guys. So uh, thanks to them. Yeah, if you have listened to his stuff, please go over and listen to Imperial Truth. Imperial Truth. It's um, just a really great source, and it's been around for a long time for Horus Heresy. So you get um, just a really good slice of sort of their knowledge and what their experiences have been. So it's it's really worth listening. And then we, when we left stickers around, so... All day, I was slyly leaving them about, and I would like to say a big thank you to LU on Instagram from Barnstable, who took a sticker back and stuck it on a bin outside his local games workshop, which was really cool, and Wargamer in the Dark, who both listened to it and both said nice things, so thank you to them. But we had a little sticker with a scannable QR code and we weren't the only ones to have scannable QR codes, we found out. Oh, no. No, GW themselves were doing a little scavenge hunt with QR codes around the building. So while we were leaving these about, we slowly sort of realised this. And if anyone's <laughs> scanned it in error and you have come along to listen, welcome. <laughs> and hopefully we didn't put you off your scavenger <laughs> hunt too much. Yeah, I hope we didn't ruin the in- Inquisition or the uh, the, gene, the gene Stealer Cults. Uh... Ascension Day too badly by... Uh, we'll have people cursing our name. Yeah, exactly. So apologies for those who, who accidentally found us. Um, lovely to have you if you decided to stay. Yeah. If not, well, you know, please send any hexes or curses via <laughs> our social media. Yeah, exactly. Please send the following death threats. <laughs> um, yeah, with 200, 200 word maximum, please. For all those who are enduring listening to this, uh, and have gave gave any feedback whatsoever, or just in generally enjoying. Thank you so much uh, again. First uh, first podcast, and um, again, any pointers or any advice or anything you'd like to see, even or like us to talk about, even though there's only been two, um, so it's very presumptive of you. <laughs> <laughs> but please do do add these uh, add these comments. Uh, send via DMs. We'd love to hear from. Here he is with the DMs again. Well, you, you slide into Mitch's DMs. You, that's what uh, he's saying. 
I mean, yeah. well, you topped me off for having an email. I would have set, <laughs> set up an elaborate email uh, inbox in the Cayman Islands. Well, but I oh, no. she creased at that bit. So that was pretty much the Saturday for us. We went out for some pre-drinks as the, sort of the day finished. And then we came back for the 40k pub quiz. Yeah, we pre-drank for the pub quiz to find out there was no pub element whatsoever. So our pre-drinks actually were quite helpful. It was raucous. It was a little raucous, yeah. The, the questions were very good. We realised that a team of two was not going to do a lot. The, what was it, the anagrams? I can't look at a word and rearrange it like no. that. No, I'm not. my brain is not programmed like that. No, it's certainly not. So they were, that round completely screwed us over. But when, when you saw what they were, they was like, oh, of course it was. Yeah, that was cool. And then I had to pee during the one round that I would have, been useful at yeah and that was um horace heresy book covers uh, book covers it? yes yeah. ironically uh, greg had already said that there was one like that when he went to a pub quiz earlier so chad decided to go for to the toilet at the and, wrong time but time, i did bump into alex from the games workshop team and i did give him a sticker you'll know him best from doing the law videos yes i told him rather awkwardly that i enjoy watching the videos as i paint Hopefully that won't scar him for life. No, and then I, probably a few minutes later, bumped into him also and tried to give him a second sticker. So Incredible. The, the poor oh, man. Oh, God. The poor man. That's uh, it. We've blown it. Is it, exactly. Good fun across the board. There was several UC rounds. So that was good. There was one round which was very much a sort of uh, a tyranny of the majority round, in my opinion. Okay. Because the one of the questions was, what would win? A titan-sized ripper or a hundred ripper-sized titans. And I'll give you a second to just mull this over, listener. It's got to be the hundred titans. What one? Before I say what one, there were some other conditions. They are in the, the side, they're in a football field. Oh, yes. So that's the distance they have to travel. Now, that might change your mind. There's still a lot of guns, though. And that's why I believe... A but small guns. A hundred titans the size of rippers would still... And they've got chain fists or fists or whatever else they've if got they got well, up close, yeah. And melee weapons. Rippers like, don't have legs. They're just on... No, they do have legs, don't they? The do they? Tiny little legs? I don't know. Not not a tyranny player. Yet. But what did they go for? The, the one ripper-sized... Yeah, Titan. the one with precise size. There was also another one, which I think is also completely sacrilege. Horace the Warmaster, or RKR, who is the uh, champion of chaos in fantasy, world of fantasy. So they're both champions of chaos. Yes. One in 40k, yeah. and one in fantasy. But the majority went for RKR. Oh, I don't know enough about him. I mean, the argument is he did win. So, spoilers uh, there. Um, but... But Horace has got Bolter in his claw. He's got a Bolter he's in got, his claw. He's, he's got, got guns. He's got guns. He's got power armour. And he's got chaos behind him. Whereas Archeon's just got magic. So. Is, he, is Archeon a dude? Because, you know, Horace is a Primarch. Yeah, no, he's just, he's just a dude who's been f swollen with the powers of chaos. <laughs> It'd um, be like that, though. Yeah. That's Whereas, how they get you. That's how they get you. So yes, on, on paper I would say that Horace would have should have beaten him considering he's probably crushed that many people of a similar arcade on around the universe of different aliens and different... Mind you, he didn't, he didn't win against the demon that 
Prahl with the anathame. That's true. That caused him the initial wound. But then he wasn't... Where Where is he in his journey? Is he swollen with the powers of chaos himself? I would say so, yes. This is like... This is them at Primo. This is Horus the Warmaster. Yeah. I mean, he was... Apparently, Archeon was meant to be on his big mount as well. So I've, I don't know if it was a dragon type thing. Again, don't it's know. big Maybe. horse, isn't it? I thought it was a big horse, but I mean, they're talking about maybe it's been upgraded in Age of Sigmar as a bigger one. Don't know. I've only ever seen him on a horse. A bigger than a horse. Bigger than a horse. Yes. A bear. Mmm. Ooh. A griffin. I mean, who knows, mate? Okay. Yeah, certainly not me. But yeah, it was, it was good fun. Uh, it was all in a um, auditorium. So... It was, yeah, where they were doing the reveals, right? Yes, and yeah. the, the cosplay thing. Good atmosphere. People had a good yeah. time. And yeah. there was quite a lot of swag to win if you had... Yeah, so the team, we marked the sheet of the team behind us and they ended up coming third. Do yeah. you remember what they were called? No, not okay, no, no, not do I. Sad. But uh, they came third with 53. Dude. I don't know what we got, 12 or something. Probably, I mean, we did we, like. We, we failed that whole entire round. We did a world geography. We did all right, yeah. We did okay with the, like, we got a few marks for the, for the, yeah. for the uh, book. When, when we're mostly involved in Horus Heresy, come from a 40k background, know little to anything about Age of Sigmar, uh, yeah. it was never going to end well, but you know, we had a go. We gave it a go. And the, the one I'm probably the most annoyed about is not getting the Cyphus or Caiaphas Kane reference. reference. Oh. And I, it was difficult. I wouldn't have got it, but anytime he's mentioned, always love to I do need pump, to pump it up. do one of those books. It's just a very great different take on 40k yeah i've definitely got one physically yeah give it a go mate give it mm. a go it's just so much to read and listen to in yes. audio book form that is very true we then went off well dear ched decided to drag me oh yeah to satan's hollow excuse me it's pronounced satan's hollow of course yes how could i forget um i'd been there before with my girlfriend on a previous visit and yeah, took him there, and it's, yeah, it's a metal club. It's yeah. If you, if you didn't get that from Satan's Hollow, mm. and yeah, just had a great time. Uh, you, I was kind of done with beer, so I ended up having six Jaeger bombs because they were two pounds each, and you were drinking a bottle of Nuki Brown. Damn straight. Was... And and some lady came up and commented on your choice of drink. Um, alternative, even in a metal club, <laughs> it turns out with uh, with drink choices. So yeah, we did not get to bed till probably about three in the morning. I don't think that night. And then I watched some I really remember. really peculiar German. Uh, game oh, show. the advert, the advert for the German drill. Oh that yeah, just went on forever. Yeah. Anyway, we weren't. Sorry, we're rambling. But yes, that was <laughs> that was our that was our Warhammer Fest experience. Yes. On the day, so we were only there for one day, but we had a really good time. Yes, um, I think. In t- uh, if you had the whole weekend pass, I think you would have needed two booked activities. But then you would have maybe booked activities because you had so much time to do things. Yeah, because, yeah, one day it was going to be a struggle to fit things in. Because of the queuing. Yeah. With tenth, the we heard rumours the queue was two hours. Yes, we should be. Yeah, because there were that. six tables. Yeah. Compared to another year where they had multiple tables, like what about thirty tables? Yeah. For ninth. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I guess the challenge there is you've got to have enough staff to know the rules. They haven't long announced it, 
do they have enough Games Workshop staff that aren't doing other things that are available to teach? So that would be the challenge. This year they didn't have that for whatever reason. So the queues for 10th was horrific apparently. A lot of people just gave up. Yeah, I think even some uh, some other content creators yeah. got stuck in it and were just like, now we, we... Yeah, they gave on. up as well, yeah. Yeah. But it would have been nice to... Yeah, I would have given it a go if there was space, but looking at it, well, no, no chance. No, no, exactly. But then if you had the whole weekend, you probably would have sussed out a quieter time, perhaps, Yeah. in the queuing and then gone for it then. Yeah, so like going to a theme park, right? If you go to a theme park and you've got, say, two days, maybe, or you, you choose the, the two big rides with the longest queues to go and do, because they're the ones you want to go and do, or are you happy to just have a little look at some of the other smaller attractions yeah. and maybe just choose one big one? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. I absolutely, um, best thing about it for me was meeting people. Mm. Um, great to have a chat and talk and just be in a positive environment for the hobby the ho- as a whole for the hobby yeah. yeah it was nice and uh, Manchester as a place has been it was great yeah um, your first time there my first time it was yeah, really really lovely people mm-hmm. just generally good vibes all round so su- Sunday morning we, we packed our things away um, headed off and we went to the the Manchester we Games did. Workshop we did and if you haven't been and you're near there at least, definitely go. There's an incredible display of like a Tyranid hive ship coming over a, a Blood Angels fortress. And it's huge. Like for the size of the shop as well, it's it dominates the entire front window. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, and it took what it took the guy three years on and three off. Three years on and off. He to was put saying together. the manager there, uh, we didn't whose name I we didn't get. Oh, sadly, we didn't get his but name, he, um, but he was showing us all sorts of stuff that he was working on as well to come. Yeah, his enthusiasm was infectious. He, he oh, was very one of those. So. He's like yeah, true ambassador of the hobby there. I think he definitely. So yeah, do go into the Manchester store. It's uh, yeah, it's very cool. I don't want to tell you too much about it because you just have to see it, but. Yeah, so, so well painted, so many bits that are have been custom made, and I don't know how even, but it just looks so epic and alive, and like you're in it. It feels like there's a movement to it, right? Yeah. All the, you know, there are lasers that are firing and stuff like this. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, really, really good stuff. Um, and that's not even including all the crazy sort of mecha conversions that are in the front window as well. Oh, yeah, the, this entire, like, crossover Tau Necron army that's crazy good. Yeah, so definitely go and check it out. It's, as Chad said, quite a large uh, store. I've, well, saying large as... It's kind of a normal-sized store, but, you know, this, this display is... Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was very busy uh, when we went in there. Oh, it was busy because, yes, they were saying people were getting fed up of the queue in the convention. So we're coming along to them and buying stuff. And then they ran out of certain stock in the convention. So had to come and nick st- stock off them. So, yeah. yeah, they were around. They were around. All Saturday. And it was still fairly busy on the Sunday. Yeah, we I, think, I think, uh, I think the, the manager was saying that um, they... They basically were given passes. As yeah, they were given passes out. to go. But they they were like, oh, we didn't finish till like twelve o'clock on Saturday. By the time they'd you know were open 
from wherever they're open to and then having to sort out the stock again for the next day and yeah. just how how slammed they were. And di- and did he not say they made more money in that Saturday than they'd made in the entirety of their last December? I think they they did very well. I think they said, yeah, they there was definitely an absolute shock. Not a shock, but they were very pleasantly surprised. Oh, yes. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, it shows you kind of the impact. Um, oh, Everyone was convention crazy. Yes, 100%. Bye, uh, bye, bye. But I mean, we, you, you saw that by how many times they were, the poor stock people even in at the convention were coming back and forwards like, uh, like worker bees just mm. restocking everything as best they could. Yeah. Just getting grab, grab, grab. So, um, but yeah, definitely get to the Manchester store if you can. It's really a, a really lovely example. It's worth example. the trip. Yeah. You really could spend this. so long looking at that display. It's great. Yeah, certainly worthy of being in the Warhammer World itself mm. uh, as a piece. Hundred um, percent, and then after all that, we said goodbye to good old Manchester. That and we did. We headed home, and on the way home, we um, got hit with all the reveals. Yes, we we didn't find out until later that the heresy reveals were going to be on the Sunday. So we'd chosen the wrong day, maybe, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, we'd, we'd chosen the wrong day for content, but we probably chose the right order of days for my body. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, yesterday, okay, bank holiday Monday, I was still like, it was two-day yeah. hangover, um, pretty much. So the idea of doing that for the, the Sunday being your Saturday, mm, and then yeah. coming straight into work on nah. Tuesday. Nah, not, not for me. <laughs> not for me. No, thank you. Um, so, yeah. But we, we got some very interesting reveals. We got... This is where the pronunciation gets really strange. We got Veren Asheradon. Oh, he's going for it. Veren Veren Asheradon Asheradon, um, who is the reaver or the head reaver leader for the um, Sons of Horus. Yes, and he convinced Horus that they should be retaking Cathonia back from the Imperial Fist blockade. Yeah. So he, he commanded the forces there. So he's got a character, and the Imperial Fist guy got a character. His name is Lord Castellan Evander Garius. Garius. G A R R I U S. Or Garus. Garus. Um, no, it'd be Garius if there's an I, I'm Garius, sure. Garius, yeah. Not Garus from Deep Space Nine, which I'm currently re watching. No. No, not him at all. Or, um,. Oh, it's gone from my head now. Um. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Garius, yeah, so they've got characters which are called, they're resin, right? Yes, they're going to be resin, I believe. Because there's this whole, they were very clear about what's going to be resin sort of thing yeah. in the roadmap. What we did see from their little reveal and their little art artwork was that we are looking like we're going to get Mark II armour. Yes. Mark II armor was the big reveal in that image, and a plastic Dorado, I think that's how you say it, dreadnought, which are my favorite dreadnoughts. I've always wanted one, but been put off by the price tag on the resin. So I am very excited. I hope that it comes with all the current weapon options. If it came with a little sneaky extra one, that would also be pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's very much. Imagine a double C beams Dorado. That would be wild. Can, is that even a thing? No, it's not a thing. Okay, but but that's but my damn right, that's we, my heart's desire. I do love a sea beam. 
You um, love a sea beam, man. And if not, you could definitely probably convert them from um, the AT the ones. Titan ones. The AT ones. Uh, the Warlord. The Warlord ones, yeah, maybe. Um, and that's going to come autumn. So oh, God, ages. That's going to come. That's going to come in autumn. But we kind of, for the first time, know when something's coming. Yes. Well, we did have a roadmap with the first when the first ones came out, but it wasn't spe- as specific as this. It was just like, oh, okay. uh, you know, uh, book here, book there. Hmm. Uh, I think that was it, really. Like okay. when the books were going to come out, more, or and then just models. There's a big old arrow that just said models. Ah. Um, whereas this is much more specific. Yes, which um, is nice. Also in autumn, a Primarch. And I think they hinted it's probably going to be a demon one. Yeah, yeah, I felt like that was the hint there. Because I know a lot of people have, have spoken about Jagatai on his bike. But... Yeah, we, mm. we will we'll see. Um, and then in winter, we have a mystery army release. And this is the one we probably had the most debate about yeah, your your vote is Dark Mechanicum, right? I think so. Well, it, because on their reveal, they were like, we wonder what that is. And it could well be that it is, they're just talking about demons. Because they have talked yes. about it a lot. Yeah. In which case, fine. But then why not just put what it is, rather than Mystery Army Reveal? Because it keeps us talking about it, mate. Potentially. Potentially. And there'll be other little hints and stuff on the way that we'll be able to discuss Very true. and it will drive us crazy so yeah I would like my, a Dark Mechanicum because I don't well they certainly don't have a lot in the Mechanicum books that's more as flavourful to them like any sort of warlord traits or anything like that right. equally it could just be a PDF for them because they are like an add-on mm. um, it could be a completely different army at, that we have no idea about which I think would be amazing but I think would but who would it be though? They would never do a Xenos. Black Shields. Black Shields would be a PDF because it's just Space Marine models. Yeah, true, true. So yeah, Imperial Army. But then that could be a PDF because you're just using Cadian Shock Troopers. Well, you got that for militia, and you've also got the Solar yeah. Solar for that. So don't know, don't know. Well, that's that's also. And then there's a different way to read it. In that, yeah. is it a mystery army release or is it a mystery army release? <laughs> yeah um, yeah that, that is, that's the question is it just going to be a mystery item for one army that we don't know about or yeah is it, or is it going to be an actual um, an actual yeah, completely new army we don't know but that's winter and along with that comes a Mark 6 assault squad yes it sounds like they were aware of community feedback and a desirable uh, unit to see is the assault squad because it's pretty horrible buying what is it like just over 45 quid now for five models so not even the whole yeah it's, squad it's, so it's like 90 pounds it's a lot of it's a lot of money for something that, for 10 man unit yeah it's a lot of money for something that's quite basic in terms of what you're yeah. after even if they just done a blooming blister pack or backpacks a, yeah backpacks available on Battleblank. Or, you know, any sort of maker on Etsy's done loads of uh, 3D printed stuff. Yeah. So I and think they're probably trying to combat that now by re- releasing the official ones. And it was interesting also that the, both those models were um, only 3D renders. They weren't actual... That was very early stages of that, right? Yeah. But they did look more chunky, which I'm, I'm in favour of. Yeah, they had like an extra plate on the front. So that's good that there is some difference. But then that kind of tracks with the, the Mark IV assault guys. 
Yeah, true, true. Um, so yeah, those are sort of uh, more further down the road ones. The earliest one, which we've kind of jumped ahead of, only because I want to keep it till last, um, is the Night Lancer is coming. Oh yeah, you were very excited about that as a night player. Yeah. Alpha Legion first, Night second. Uh, plastic, plastic, plastic Night Lancer. He's a big, yeah, he's a big boy, and to be able to have him in plastic must be. I was looking at. How tall the, is he? He's taller than I don't know specifically, but I can go on Forge and have a look. But I was looking at the Sons of Bear Mat, uh, who are the Age of Sigma giants, basically. Oh, okay. And they are the currently the biggest plastic model they do. Oh, okay. And they were £130 for the biggest, the, the, the big one of theirs, which I think you can make like two or three of them on there. The, basically, the one that won the last Golden Demon before this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Fighting in the water with the Hydra? Hydra, the Serpent? Yeah. Hydra. I would say it's probably going to be 140 or around 130, I reckon, just from the amount of plastic that's there. But, you know, hold me to that when it does finally come out. He's got skinny legs, though, hasn't he? He does have skinny legs, yeah, so he's not like a sort of round and thick, but he's definitely got a lot more armour plates and they've got the interior piece, so not entirely sure um, how much larger that will be to a, uh, a bear mat model, but that's kind of my, my quick guess. Like yes, it's the... quite exciting to see a roadmap, even though Heresy Thursday seems to be a done deal now. It's nice to have a little bit of hope as to what's coming out. Mark II Marines is quite exciting. They just look like tacticals, though. But Yeah, I mean, there is a command squad as well coming in, yes. in spring. Um, there's also a division what, what they be? There's also a division between resin and plastic. All of the things up until now we've spoken about have been plastic. Um, but there will be other characters and upgrades in resin as well. Mm. Um, the Primarch, obviously, will be in resin. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I say obviously, are. but... Yeah, that's kind of how it always as they have been. So, um, but it's always good to see more plastic coming, regardless. Yes. Uh, yeah, which, which would be good. And the assault squad is interesting. No breaches yet. No, maybe that's the mystery army release. Again, why would you just not? Would you telling me that? Well, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, GW. Yeah. Who knows the minds at work in the release schedule of GW? Dark and occult practices happen there. Hmm. And uh, yeah. He was like to surprise us with something completely left field. Yeah, Zinch himself couldn't do a better job. Is it Zinch or Zinch? Zinch. 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 Zinch is Zinching closer to us. Ever closer. Uh, and then the final, final reveal. Epic is coming. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely that's epic. I think, yeah, that's going to be really cool. That will scratch my itch for another Space Marine Legion. I think I'll do my Thousand Suns Army in Epic. Yeah, I think that would be a great shout. Um, I don't think I will vary too much for Alpha Legion. I think maybe that's where I can hopefully do my uh, militia itch or something similar. Maybe I do a load Ooh, of I don't know. Guards. I think, well, it will be Legions first, right? And yeah. obviously the Titans from AT will be used in that. We're, it looks like they're wrapping AT up in a bit of a bow and then they'll bring bring them into the game of epic but there's quite a big titanicus community really or yeah. a, li- a little you know a corner that's quite involved in at in a big way 
people have got a lot of titans. A lot. So you see people's collections as wild. So AT will still exist. I'm sure it will go. It won't just stop. And people, well, I don't no. think people will sack it off in in aid of Epic, because I think people will probably, you know, we've played AT and the rules, how we've got on with the game as a whole has been quite good. And you know, we will go back to it and play it sometime. So, but Epic is also pretty exciting, as it is an old game being revived, and it allows you to have massive armies on such a small scale and play these kind of big battles so it'll be interesting to see how the titans are going to interact with this game other the tanks the tanks will be interesting to have in the smaller scale i can get the glaive i've always wanted i mean yeah you may eventually have to get the glaive in 28 mil uh, eventually Chad. but you can start small and That's make your dream. way and yeah, make your way yeah. and make your way up um i think yeah, it's very exciting. I, I, yeah, eighty will, will not stop. I mean, there's people playing all all different games of fantasy, mm. uh, original, you know, Warhammer, the old world, or not the old world, but the world that was, as they say, and have been doing it for years. Um, Blood Bowl, all of them have been playing. Battlefield Gothic still has a large uh, community as well. Mm. Will so, they ever redo that? I mean, that would be amazing. That would yeah. be the next bow of models that I have to then paint. Um, I think I think they're only expanding, right? So they're only going to be able to add these games in. It will happen eventually, I reckon. They could just do it as a box game, right? Well, well I, that's what I reckon. I, okay, so this has just come to me now. I reckon AT folds because they've only they just released all the card stock because all been re it's now on pre order again. So mm. the open engine war cards pre order yep. this Saturday. Uh, all the terminals, all the stratagem cards, all being re redone on this Saturday. That's usually very much like last gasp type yeah. before the sun goes out. Then we have Epic, which will be the new way in which you can use those models. And then to replace AT will be BF will be Battlefleet Gothic because they have the same dice and uh, not is that the same dice, but the same commands dice are the same command emblems that are used in BFG. Oh. They're close to being. And also, a lot of people have said that it is the, it's similar to BFG in terms of the spacings. There's, oh, the arcs, weapons, the firing arcs, arc, right. firing arcs. It's a sort of a slower paced So it's kind of a... Movement. A, it's a, battleships in... Battleships, crucial concept. Yeah, battleships in the land type situation. Yes. We have command orders, and there's our orders you have to give to your titans, and there are commands that have in the original BFG. So I reckon that's that's what where this is going. They'll, you reckon they'll stop production of AT entirely and the only Titans you'll be able to get now will be with Epic will be with Epic rebranded I mean there'll be any change in the scale or anything because obviously they're no it'll be the same models just be in different boxes is it well yeah it's, we'll see what the rules do how many of the arc rules and stuff like that transpose into into the Epic that's the big battle. question that's the big question right like how will how the tanks it, and the units work and yeah stuff like, like are you going to just play AT above yeah. everything else or are they going to be a completely different set of rules when you bring these models into yeah. this battlefield? Because eighties works in a very particular type of way that isn't like any other that we've that I remember that I know of any isn't at all like uh, Horus Heresy or Forty K. No, no, the, the the arcs and everything was really it just was a great made game, but interesting, interesting take there, mate. Yeah, there's a little high hypothesis there for you. Mm. Um, That's your prediction, mate. There's my prediction. What are your final thoughts on Warhammer Fest 2023? I really enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, I had a great time with you. We just, yeah, we had a great time both 
at the fest and outside of the fest. It was all good, really. Did a lot of what we love to do, and that's talk about Warhammer. We definitely did that, yeah. We did talk endlessly about Warhammer, which was great. It was a real sort of nova of uh, of hobby mm. in, in one space and place. Uh, Manchester, although a long drive for us, uh, was a, was a really lovely place to have it. Yeah, I think that's a really it's cool, and we were lucky with our hotel location. Yes, and the weather, mm. um, which was a double whammy. So, excellent stuff. Well, thank you very much for talking to me, Chad. Yes, that's all right. I kind of have to. We've committed now. That's very true. <laughs> very true. Um, I hope everyone here who did go had a great time, and if you didn't, um, was able to enjoy the the reveals as they came out and have a sense of of what it was like there and hopefully we will see you in the next best perhaps yeah you never know we'll probably go to the next one yeah see what else comes up right yeah I think so awesome goodbye for now everyone thank you for listening again and remember pens for the pen god and paper for the paper throne